Are you ready to be motivated? Hey everyone, Brad Daly is here to bring you another exciting episode of Motivators in Motion. Today we're going to be speaking with Constance Curtis. Constance is the founder and CEO of The List, an innovative matchmaking company for elite singles in the Southern California area featuring real-life matchmaking. We're going to be chatting with Constance about this and more in just a second, but first, let's thank our sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial right now at audibletrial.com slash motivatorsemotion. With a busy schedule, I don't get in as much reading as I probably should. Audible allows me to finally check out that book that everyone's been talking about. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Check it out right now for free at audibletrial.com slash motivatorsemotion. Constance, welcome to the podcast. And if you could, just start out by telling everyone, what are you most excited about in your life right now? Well, thank you for having me. Um, I appreciate it. What am I most excited about my life? You know what? Probably what we're working on with the list right now and just trying to uh, create a better way for business professionals to date. It's it's a tough uh, world out there when it comes to dating. And um, we're super excited about what we are doing over at the list right now. If you could sum up dating in the year 2019 in one or just a couple of words, what would it be? (laughs) Very impersonal. Gosh, flooded with, you know, dating apps. And there's just a lot of, for lack of, you know, better words, a lot of um, noise you have to sort, sort through for, you know, finding someone that you can really match well with. And it's tough. Why has it gotten so complicated when I think a lot of times we think to ourselves, look, this shouldn't be so hard, right? A guy or a girl should be able to go out, have a drink with somebody, grab a cup of coffee. It shouldn't be that difficult. But for whatever reason, kind of like you were mentioning there before, it is just very, very challenging to kind of gain traction on that front for a lot of different folks. If you could boil it down to something, what do you think maybe has really come into play here is the biggest hurdle for people to get over. Yeah, I think that, you know, for date, like there's so many dating apps now on the market. And, the you know, the good thing about dating apps is it's made it very easy to meet people that you wouldn't have been able to meet in the past. However, with that, you know, everyone is always looking for the net best, you know, shiny thing. And so you can be, instead of giving someone a chance, um, it's so easy to, I mean, you can be on a date with someone that you met on a, on a dating app and they, you know, excuse themselves. So, you know, go to the restroom and it's so easy to, to pick up and open the app and continue swiping and look for the next best thing and not really give the person that, you know, you're with or that you're chatting to at that time a real shot. So I think that, you know, as much as dating apps, as exciting as it is because, you know, they're entertaining, it's actually made it a lot harder to meet people because everyone is um, not giving, not giving everyone a, a fair shot. What's different about the list? I think a lot of people who are listening to this podcast right now are probably thinking, okay, I've seen this before from app company X or Y or Z, and they all kind of say something similar, but what is it specifically, Constance, about your app? Obviously, you're very passionate about it, and a lot of times when you have folks who come from experience uh, with a business knowledge like yourself, we'll talk about that in just a little bit, uh, but when they're super passionate about it, when it's somewhat privatized, 
obviously people want to get it going and they have a, a real, you know, a sense of obligation, if you will, to see it all through from beginning, middle and to the end. But what is it? What is it about this app that is different? We are first and foremost um, a traditional matchmaking company. So we are on a mobile application. We're the first, you know, traditional matchmaking company to live on a mobile app. But what we're really doing is we're bridging the gap between your dating apps, how you, you know, uh, such as Bumble or Tinder, and then your high-priced uh, matchmakers such as Keller. So high-priced matchmaking charges anywhere from you know fourteen to twenty-four thousand dollars to hire your own matchmaker. So, you know, I looked at the market and I saw that there was a big gap between, you know, the dating apps that are like, you know, do it all yourself um, and then the high price matchmaking. So I knew if I, I wanted to create an affordable matchmaking company and I knew that if I took it onto a mobile application, there's other ways and channels that we can generate revenue that we don't have to charge our um, elite clients so much. So there's two different ways to be on the list. The first is you just download the app for free, create a free profile, and that just puts you in our database. So the people that can see your free profile are matchmakers, or you can upgrade to an elite membership and get your own personal matchmaker. So that is just like any, you know, traditional matchmaking and traditional matchmaking has actually been around for a long, long time. It's just this kind of resurfacing. But with the traditional matchmaker, we sit down with you in person, we get to know everything, you know, about you, what you're looking for, and then we go to work to search to find your perfect match. So whether that be we look um, online on our mobile application first in our database, but we don't stop there. We know we, we don't know for sure that your person is going to be in our database. So we have boots on the ground in the city that are out in real life, out at different restaurants um, in Santa Monica and all over Los Angeles looking for your perfect person. And I know right now it's just pretty much exclusively Southern California, correct? Correct. Right now we're just in Southern California. Do you have plans to expand at some point in the future? What's your kind of goal for it long term? Yeah, so we're hoping to expand um, five, about five more markets um, early 2020. We're looking at New York, Chicago, San Francisco, Seattle, Dallas. Those are just a few, um, Miami. Just a few on our radar that we are, you know, hoping to launch in the next, you know, probably six to 12 months. What's the feedback been like for people so far who have signed up for the app? Uh, They've explored it. uh, They've had maybe some success already. What type of feedback have you gotten from those individuals? Are they liking it? Is this something that is really a good fit for them? What are some of the things people have been telling you? Yeah, so a lot of our clients love just the time that we're saving them. You know, they were spending hours every month searching online and then having conversations online that weren't ever leading to real dates. So they love that we're doing the work for them and we actually FaceTime and vet all potential matches for our clients. So they love to knowing that when they actually do show up on a date, that that person is going to look like their photos and that they are who they say they are online and it's not misleading. So just the time that we're saving them alone by searching and vetting on behalf of our clients has been amazing for them. And we've heard uh, really great feedback about it. What really has inspired you to start this, to get this app up and running? Was it something in your own personal life? Was it based off of maybe an experience of a family member or a friend? What really kind of got the wheel spinning for you originally? So 
I was a wedding planner for about 12 years and I, I worked from home. And um, with that, I wasn't, you know, in an, in an office setting where I was going out with coworkers or, or friends a happy hour after work or, or meeting people, you know, in the office or through other people. So when I was working from home, I did a, a lot of online dating to meet people and I just never had success at it. I know some people do and that's fabulous, but there are a lot of us that it just hasn't worked out. So I turned 35 and I really wanted to get married. I was like, I, it's time. I want to get married. I want to be with someone. I want to have kids. And I went and met with different matchmakers and, you know, paying $14,000 just wasn't in my budget. So I was really motivated to create a company for younger business professionals that we definitely charge for what we do, but a lot less than $14,000 because I knew that we could create an affordable matchmaking company for, you know, someone that maybe they're they're not a millionaire, they can't afford, you know, that to be to have the millionaire matchmaker, but they can they're making maybe a hundred grand or two hundred grand or three hundred grand a year. So they definitely see the value of outsourcing their online dating and having someone search for dates. So yeah, that's kind of how it all got started with I had my own problem that I was trying to solve and now I'm just solving everyone else's <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're all there at one point in time, right? We're always trying to assist other people and help each other out. Uh, that really makes everything better, I think, in life. And this specifically, this idea and your journey from you used to work for the Walt Disney Company, I understand that. And you talked about uh, your past as an event planner and really brought you to what you're doing now with the list. People want to know what is the first step to get this type of process going. If you have an idea, something that's original, you want to go down the path of being very entrepreneurial minded. A lot of times people don't know where to begin with that, Constance, and they marvel at something like this that you're doing. What is your recommendation for those people who are motivated, but they don't know where to turn to? First and foremost, you you definitely have to be a self-motivator because it is very, very, very tough to start, you know, your own company and then to see it through. There's a lot of ups and downs. In the beginning, there's way more downs than there are ups and, and no one is going to motivate you but really yourself. So I think first and foremost, you have to find out whatever it is that motivates you and keep reminding yourself of that to keep you to keep you motivated. Second is ask a ton of questions. There's so many people that have had failures and successes along the way. And I've reached out to a lot of people and just said, you know, I, I have questions about this. I'm, I was never one of those. Um, I was just that person that I was like, I have a ton of dumb questions and I don't mind asking dumb questions. Like I just have to, you have to know, you don't know what you don't know and you can't be afraid you know, like, oh my gosh, I don't know that. Should I not say anything? No, just say, you know, I have absolutely no idea how to write a business plan. How do I do that? There's online tools that you can use and, and, you know, people can help you, you know, even just get started there with writing a business plan. There's other things depending on your company that you might have to raise capital. Well, how do I go out and, you know, convince someone to give me money to, you know, start a business? And there's a ton of different, there's like, accelerator programs and a bunch of different companies that, I mean, honestly, you could probably just Google. Like I know Santa Monica, California has a ton of really great ones. So you can just Google accelerator programs for startups in Santa Monica and a lot would pop up and, you know, you just put a call in. Don't be afraid to, you know, show up and say, hey, I want to do something, but I'm not quite sure where to start and I need help. 
there's so many, so many people that want to help others succeed. I definitely have not done everything by myself. I have an amazing team of advisors. I have a great team of investors, people that have, you know, believe in me and motivated me along the way. But, you know, it it took the courage of just showing up and saying, hey, I want to do this. And I have a ton of questions because I had never been in the tech industry before. What I'm doing now is completely different from wedding planning. So when I first said I was going to develop a mobile app, people looked at me and they said, do you know anything about developing a mobile app? And I said, no, I do not know the very first thing. I like, yeah. like I don't know what front end, back end, you know, UX design. I knew nothing, but I just started asking questions. I found the people that did know the answers, and I sat down with them and I asked questions until I figured it out. What's maybe the biggest misconception about putting an app together? It's not easy, right? Uh, I've been a part of companies in the past that have ventured into creating an app. It takes a lot of time. Even when you're working with the best, it doesn't come together overnight. Uh, What's something that people just don't even know? Maybe it's not even visible on the surface, but underneath, you know that it's there and it's a challenging hurdle to get over. I think the biggest challenge with apps are you know, finding product market fit and finding something that users, a design too, that users are going to love and that it's easy. And I remember when I started developing my app, I had a vision in my head of what it was going to look like, how it was going to work. Um, And then we sat down and just because you think you know, I thought like, oh, people are going to love this. It does not mean that they're going to love it. So it was a lot of, you know, testing, like let's, let's design this and give it to some users and test it and do they like it? And it's tough when people say, this is horrible. And it's like your baby, you're like, ah, it's like, it's a tough pill to swallow, but you have to listen to user feedback and you have to listen to what people want or else you will never find product market fit and you'll never be able to develop something that users are excited about. What continues to motivate you on a regular basis? Not just when things are going great, obviously you have an idea, you start to put together the app and, and things are rolling along, but those days in which we all have them, uh, we get those valleys, the peaks and valleys, you know, all the time. And what is the driving force though that it's the constant, it continues to push you forward to get you through whatever may come your way? I think that what, you know, motivates me the most is keeping my eye on the big picture. And I get really excited about, you know, the potential of of where this is going to go. So launching in different markets gets me really excited. And then I'll be very, very honest. The thought of, you know, getting acquired and selling my company one day is extremely motivating and exciting to me. I even have to tell investors that, that that honestly is, I, I mean, I would love to stay on as the CEO, but when you raise money, and I did raise an initial seed round of $225,000, when you raise money, investors want to know how they're going to get their money back. And they want to know that, you know, you're going to sell, eventually sell the company and then they'll get a, a good, you know, chunk of change from that. So, you know, I'm, I'm staying focused and a lot of my investors are actually family and friends as well. So, I would be such a proud moment for me to, even my parents are investors. So to be able to give back to my parents who have supported me and done so much for me in my life, just to be able to give back to them, you know, in in four to seven years when we eventually do sell the company is super exciting to me. 
Well, Constance, there's no doubt about it. You're 100% a motivator in motion. You're definitely killing it with this app, The List. I think we're definitely all excited to see this progress. I think it's going to be really, really big. I, I get that sense just talking to you right now. So I'm super excited for you, super excited to continue along and, and just see this thing grow bigger and bigger each and every day. For people who want to continue to follow you, meanwhile, while you are growing, everything that you're putting out there on a consistent basis, where's the best place for them to go? Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram account is Get the List app or my personal one, and I'm not private, is Constance Curtis. And we're always posting fun work things we're doing or events that we're having. Yeah, that's probably the best place, Instagram, to follow us. Great stuff. Constance, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today here on Motivators in Motion and giving us a little inspiration. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. For you, the listeners of Motivators in Motion, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Just go to audibletrial.com slash motivatorsinmotion. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash motivatorsinmotion for your free audiobook.